We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome to the True Faith Podcast. We're talking to you after Newcastle's unexpected and disappointing defeat the Blackburn Rovers at home. Uh, I'm Alex Hurst, joined by Ben and Sai, sitting us outdoors in the Hancock because they won't let me upstairs, bastards, uh, where it's quiet, despite there being no one there. Uh, so we're back outside. So, yeah, Newcastle were beaten. First of all, though, massive news. Um, got well, well, sorry, Ben. <laughs> Gallagher Flags, um, we are holding a quiz next Tuesday, the 6th of December at Nine Bar. It's only £5 of tickets plus 90p booking fee. All of the money goes to Gallagher Flags for Surfer Flags. Please come if you like our quizzes. Obviously, I'll be heavily involved in the quiz. When our special guest, Martin Hardy, is already um, committed to doing one of the rounds about the 95-96 season. There are a huge number of prizes available. There really are. There's, it's well worth coming. Only 200 tickets, of which about 40 have been sold already. I'll post the link on our Twitter, on Gallagher Flags Twitter, and on the um, fucking description of this podcast. There is also massive news. A huge guest from the club, from Newcastle, uh, is coming along to the quiz. You'll want to see this person. A huge guest. Huge guest. I can't see who it is, though. John but Carver? It's not John Carver, Ben. Oh, yeah, but it's going to be some gag, isn't it? Um... Who's, uh, who's desperate enough to come? Who, uh, <laughs> who's out of work at the moment? Paul? He's usually... Yeah, uh, Paul Dumas. Paul Dumas makes up the list. He'll, he'll have been there. Is it Paul Dumas? It's not Paul Dumas. Yeah. Quicker than this. Uh, <laughs> a, massive, a massive name. It's a huge name when you cast United to the quiz, you, but I can't say. You've got to say. drop more after a text if you don't get. I couldn't say. You couldn't say. Couldn't right. say. Anyone else who you think it could be? Uh, Mitro. Everyone loves Mitro. No, it's not Mitrovic. No, definitely not. So, would it? Did you just say? Yeah. Well, I can't say if it's Rafa or not, but it's not. It's definitely not any of the people you've just said there. <laughs> but I definitely can't say if it's Rafa. So, come along, please buy tickets. If you buy tickets through the, you know, through us as podcast listeners, we'll be absolutely delighted to see you. Right, lads, we got fucking beat by Blackburn today, one 0 I'll tell you who I thought. Oh, hang on. Hello, we're being joined now by Luke. Two seconds. So we've been joined by a uh, long-time podcast listener, Luke Anderson, if I'm allowed to say your name. Yes, of course you can. Um, so Luke, ask you a couple of questions and introduce you to the listeners. I'll ask you three main questions for any Castle fans. You hold that. Okay, so number, number one, are you a se- oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> Number one, are you a season ticket holder? Yes, I am, yeah. And what stand do you sit in? Leaser's End. Leaser's End. How many, Leaser's lo- East Corner. How many loyalty points have you got? Not a single point. Right, get out. <laughs> now... Um, We'll start, we'll start with you. I thought Riviere was really poor. What do you think? Sorry, Mitrovic. <laughs> he was fucking hopeless. You probably got it right the first time when you called him Riviere. Like, um, well, he was Riviere-esque, I thought, today. Um, 
I was pleased that he was starting because I was hoping that he was going to shine to be honest in uh, kind of Gale not being there giving him a chance he just his movement was absolutely non-existent and I thought he looked knackered after an hour and I was thinking to myself why is he knackered because he hasn't won a header or moved all game it was just it was one of those games that kind of showed the worst of Mitrovic which is disappointing because he's been on a run bit of a goal scoring form and I thought maybe he could have could like I said he could have shone with Gale not being there and he just didn't take the chance in my opinion um, he was he was pony he was shite um, <laughs> I'll have my say I don't know if, any, if what you want to use lads want to stick up from well, us I, I agree with, um, with what Luke said there we, 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 we do we give him a hard time at times because we, we think there's two Mitroviches there's the Mitrovich we've had glimpses of this season and then there's the Mitrovich we saw today which is the one we saw the majority of last season and it's the one that we think has let us down and isn't worth the 15 million that's been spent on him and isn't worthy of the of the kind of adulation he gets he was fucking rubbish today I'm not saying there's not a good player in there but I think when he plays badly he's, he deserves the criticism just as much as how easily he gets the praise I, when I'm going to say there's not a good player in there it's um if you have to speak into the microphone no, <laughs> was, people can't hear you it wasn't necessarily wanting to be heard I was yeah, just yeah. kind of agreeing but voice <laughs> like, you know um, I'll say this there's not a good player in there um he, he was so, he was so bad. Like I'm, I'm sick of this. So, so first of all, you've got Blackburn. Did what Blackburn and teams who want to beat Newcastle have to do, particularly at home. They pushed us and squeezed the middle of the pitch. They played a very high line, which you can only do when Mitrovic is starting. But that's yeah. fine. Mitrovic, he doesn't have the pace. That's fine. He, he can live with that. He, it's not even that it. It's not even that he doesn't win headers. He can't win every single header. It's the headers he he, he, he does win. There's no thought goes into it. Yeah. There's no attempts to bring a, a teammate into play. Now fucking Remy Cabela, yeah. aka Perez, behind him, just floating around doing absolutely nothing. Doesn't help the bloke. I think it's best when if, you, if you're knocking the ball up to Mitrovic. Um, it's it's like he flatters to win a header. He flatters to deceive in, in as much as that you expect him to win the header because that's what comes with Mitrovic. And when he when he doesn't win the header, it's generally because he's looking at the opposition and he's either kind of leaning with his arm. Yeah. When he actually does when he actually does win it, he doesn't win it via a header. He wins it via bringing the, the opposition player, allowing him to bring it down on yeah. the chest. And then you see the other bad part of him, which is either he should just lay it off, which he did maybe twice today. The other time it's like bouncing up and he's trying like a, like a flick around the corner or something and he, he's not that type of player that can be kind of flary and creative he, just, he should just play the basics if he wins the ball and he doesn't win it via a header so you yeah. kind of well, you know what, like I, you know what I find, hard find uh, yeah, agreeing with you why, why doesn't he just play like a proper centre forward why not get on the, the, the shoulder of the defender it's fucking Blackburn at home if he's not faster than Blackburn's lump centre backs we've got a problem start making runs down the channels like Gale does start doing your bending runs staying on side and that actually makes the back four of Blackburn move towards their own goal instead of pushing out pushing I forward towards ours I just don't think that's in his game I yeah, think he's just he's, 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 he's too lazy as well I don't know if you're going to mention that to me he looks as if half the time he's, he's just not interested in making those runs he just wants a basic ball knocked up he runs six yards fannies about a bit with, with a wrestling defender and then that's it then the ball's away from you know him he doesn't is. have to run he's, into the corners he's a centre-back's dream yeah. days like a day when, when the Blackburn centre-backs woke up this morning the, the perfect performance by a, an opposition centre-forward would be someone who fell over every time he got touched yeah. who um 
caught Wayne Headers, who stood offside three times in the first half when yeah. long balls were played, and who generally made them play like looking forwards towards their own goal. You need a centre forward. I don't care if it's Mitch Duncan, if it's Daryl Murphy, Dwight Gale, centre forwards. You need to make centre backs run back towards their own goal because they don't like it and they make mistakes. It's it's so frustrating, and, and, and how much Rafa has to take responsibility, we'll talk about. But another player I want to criticise because we may as well fucking get it out <laughs> off our chest. Um, ben, I'll come to you because you disagree. I thought Hayden was 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 shocking today and I made the point walking back with you lads the three home defeats this season the midfield two has been Shelby and Hayden now Colback apart from Fulham at home I don't think is, 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 he won every single game he was suspended today so it's a necessary change but first half and I'll, I'll bring Richie into this first half I thought those two were um, complacent I, I don't think it was a bad performance I think that the um, eschewed or whatever fucking Rafa's advice I don't think that there's no way Rafa has told Matt Ritchie to move infield alongside Alexander Mitrovic for that first half there's no way he's told Isaac Hayden to shadow John Joe Shelby I don't know I mean but the, the, both both wingers seem to be doing it um, so who am, I, who am I slagging off here Hayden or uh, Richie both defend <laughs> nah. him if you want <laughs> now nah, I thought I think I just think you were a bit harsh on Hayden I think there was too much yeah I think you could say that about all the players everyone was complacent and nobody had a good game but I think they were let down by the, the forward players and as you say the wide players were, were too narrow they weren't looking for the ball like the they didn't have any options when, when we got the ball to Shelby and Hayden off the centre-backs they were looking forward and Perez as you said was just floating around not really offering himself Mitrovic was nowhere to be seen and then and then you had basically Richie and Atu sort of, cut, sort of cutting inside and, and just basically marking themselves out of the game so it was meaning you didn't have the clear easy balls to them to, to get them to get the service into them so I think I just thought it was a bit, bit harsh to sort of slag him off I think he was no worse than anyone else I, I thought he was confident he, he, they didn't really um, pose us any threat so I mean he's obviously in there to be the sort of the the, um, the, the anchor man is to stop them playing and I didn't think they they, they, they had one chance basically and they've, they've taken it um, yeah, I, I don't think Hayden was the reason we lost today I think Hayden coming in <laughs> I'm not saying it's all yeah, Isaac yeah. Hayden's fault <laughs> like you, you can play a shite and not take full responsibility Hayden, for the defeat <laughs> I think Hayden Atsu Perez and Mitrovic all contributed and, and Richie has a kind of knock on effect they just—it was like watching us last season when we had five or six front players, all just floating around. Nobody had held their position, or had no shape. Whenever one of them got the ball, there was no obvious pass on because the other ones were just kind of not where you expect them to be. Mitrovic was wandering off to the left, wandering off to the right. At the same time, he had uh, Richie following him or Atu following him inside, like or just had no shape. And I think Hayden was just a symptom of that as well. Callback and Shelby normally just know where to stand. One's kind of with the ball, the other's five or ten yards either side when ready for the pass. Then Hayden doesn't really play like that, so just. But he's be- it was better second half, shape. but I'd also say that second half, to me, at, at half time, Rafa says to me, he says, You fucking Richie, get on that wing, get in front of Yedlin, and let's stretch them. And you say- fucking Richie. <laughs> same to um, Atsu, although I-, I disagree a little bit. I thought Atsu, I thought Atsu was all right. I think. For me, moving forwards, I think it's Atsu or Richie. I don't think Atsu's any good in the left wing. I think he's much better, the same as Richie, he's a left footer on the right wing. Gufran starts most games. Yeah. He was rested today, I would but, say. I and he tells um, Hayden, he says, get away from John Joe Shelby. You can't just follow him around the pitch. Yeah. Dropping balls off to him, digging little balls off from the head, 60-yard passes. Shelby was, it was back in the Shelby of last season, where he's basically sitting alongside the centre-backs. Doesn't work. Doesn't work. Um, and then he was half notes to almost in left-back position, trying to ping... 60 yard balls over the top, and it's just everything well, that's, that's so it, it, it's silly because it's unbelievable balls. I mean, those little things, crosses that he was doing from a sort of deep position. And, and you know what happens? You've got, you've got Kieran Clark went up front, and you've got John Joe basically playing as the third centre back, yeah, second yeah. centre back alongside Paul. Well, actually, I'd rather that it was Kieran Clark lumping the ball up 
and Shelby was in and around yeah. the box. You see because... clocks, unbelievable there. Pass across the middle, I can't remember. It was in midway through the second half. Pinged a massive streak because I was right behind it, the Leeser's corner. Pinged like a like a 40-yard ball directly over that too. I was like, oh, a ball and a half. That like would that's pretty much uh, hey, all I got. That sums up the point though, doesn't it? It got lost in amongst all the shite things <laughs> yeah. out there. Or the that sums up what you said, doesn't it? We've got defenders who can do that, so yeah. we don't need Shelby sitting on the edge of our own box. Well, we I need think him it was in just, their half. The whole game, I think when you were going, going back to the point about Hayden, straight away at the first half I noticed that Right, they're right on the wingers here, they're not giving the wingers any chance. So obviously it was then moved back in field, Shelby's dropping deeper. I think you were saying uh, Hayden was shadowing Shelby, but I didn't, re- I didn't really see, I mean I might be wrong, but I didn't really see that. First time. I, 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 I saw Shelby dropping far too deep for it to be effectual, and Hayden just pretty much having an off game where when he was getting the ball, Blackburn would bang on any of our midfielders, so he had three men around him. I think sometimes as well, it got to be a scrappy affair where the ref could have helped there was one where I thought Hayden had made a really good good interception and challenge and then the referee was like no you've hold them you've given a free kick I, I thought the referee made it the scrappier affair than they needed to be in the middle as well not that I'm kind of saying that that was the reason we got beat over with that one just kind of looking for a reason that Blackburn did make enough points to make it a scrappy affair yeah. and I think we, we, we could have got a little bit more the run, run of the green with some of the with some of the decisions but I mean you're clutching at straws if you're going to kind of 50-50s with Hayden in the midfield <laughs> to why we're you know, we, we, we were ineffectual, and I'm, it was it was poor all round, really. From I start think finish. as well, the just I mean, we've, we've managed to avoid it most of the season, but we seemed complacent today. There was no real fight or effort. That, that, that game looked like an inconvenience to the whole yeah. team. It looked like well, it's Tuesday. Tuesday is what matters. Even though you'd think there's a players playing today who who wouldn't be playing Tuesday. Yeah, they're, they're still playing as, as if they were thinking yeah. about Tuesday. It's like the whole squad and I, and I include the management in this, the whole setup was thinking Tuesday. Because it's a big game. Yeah, big, it's, it's a big we should win. We were where are we going? Are you going? Uh, no I'm not going. Yeah. I'll, be, I'll be watching it um, on the beam back. We've got tickets for that. Where, where we're going and, and we're kinda of walked out of the ground and said if we fucking win on Tuesday, no one will yeah, remember yeah, this yeah, this yeah, game. Yeah. But, and because of that, I think that I think the players also knew that it was a free game today. I, I also think complacency is correct. I think a few of those players, Shelby especially first off, thought they could waltz up and, and, and win I mean, that they're, game. They're, they're, they're a bang average side too. Bang average is very kind. They yeah. were rubbish. No, I wouldn't. You know what I'll say for Blackburn is they were well organised. You can't come. No, you can't come and win at St James's Park unless you've got a plan. And they've executed their plan perfectly. Owen Coyle's the shit manager, and there's a lot of bad players there. But they executed the plan. If you remember, site as I've already reminded you, at half time I said we'll get BTA and we'll come to see from a set piece because I was so disillusioned with the first half. I said I can't see how we'll score. Having said that, though, we should have scored. Yeah. Mystic, Mystic, Mystic Meg there, yeah. was it? Hayden uh, missed a brilliant chance. Yeah, yeah. Hayden Richie's missed a great chance. Clark should oh, score. Richie was worth a day. Like uh, worst, no, worst game I think Sai always mentions on. Are you the guy who always says Matt Ritchie is a great football player? Yeah, that sounds Probably. like you. <laughs> and, and, and I don't disagree. Um, I think technically he's at home. great. At home. Um, he's good at home. But, well, today he was poor. Yeah. He? He was, we were just his saying. Touch was poor today. At, at Leeds, we, we kind of noticed we're, we're trying to think of a, a standout Matt Ritchie performance away from St James's Park. And we, just couldn't, kinda we couldn't think backs of one. Up his full back and yeah. does, does the basics. He didn't, he, he didn't even do that today. Uh, no, I, th- I thought he was poor today. So. I mean, Luke, I'll ask, you, I'll ask you, team selection-wise, you made three changes in the back four, although you could argue that Yedlin, it's not really a change, he normally yeah. plays there, but yeah, certainly like the, the um, Gomez and 
Bemba. Bemba coming in. I thought Bemba looked like a player who hadn't played football for two months. Do you think he got it wrong team selection-wise, or do you think, hang on, it's Blackburn at home, the manager should be able to put out that well-paid, expensive collection of individuals, and we should be able to at least get a fucking draw at home at Blackburn? Well, you use hindsight, aren't you? Kind of saying, well, he obviously got it wrong because we got beat. Um, I think everyone probably would have said it doesn't matter if he's made those changes, he still should be more than capable of beating Blackburn at home. I've I've seen, I haven't seen much from, from Hammers, and I thought he, he offered nothing going forward. He was, and he's slow, man. Just looked unfit. Yeah. Didn't look, didn't well, look much fit. like as if he was kind of playing to take a chance on yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. And Bemba, you're always going to see, you're not really taking a chance. I think he's a great player. But like Alex is saying there, I thought he looked a little bit kind of off, off it today and uh, and a little bit nervous. Um, kind of as last, if he felt as if he was coming back. I think his last game was Derby away. So it was a it's long a time ago. 10th of September that was. So. Well, Hayden's been on the team as well. There's, there's a few players there who looked rusty and because they haven't played much football in the last couple of months. I don't, know, I don't know think that before the game, anyone looked at that team and didn't think... You know that that's it should be that's, that's perfectly good. Well, yeah. It's it's not it's not a side you thought. Well, that's a bit experimental. That's that's a bit of a risk. No, no, it's not, not. But it looks now in hindsight like it was a bit of a risk. He sort of he's put a team out that, as you say, is he's thinking about Tuesday. We can we can give him that. We're I all thinking think, about Tuesday. I still think though that like I think Alex makes the, makes the point a lot on there. Kind of the way that we play, the way teams play against them. When we've got Gale, I think you could have made all those changes. Still played if you and if you still played Gale. I think the game would have been a different yeah, totally kettle of fish just because, yeah. just because, like you always say, the way we play, the way they play against us. It wasn't until Gail came on; he only had five minutes. Well, about six minutes injury time. Yeah. Yes, it was offside, but it was that was the the, the most kind of clear cut chance we, we had we were, because he played on the. We on were buying in line with that, you know, and he wasn't offside. He no, wasn't no, off, no way well, he was offside. He saved it anyway. Yeah, right? yeah, but, um, was, but you don't see Mitrovic making yeah. that run. He, he could, we could have played until kind of next week, and he wouldn't have made that run. So that, that's a big difference as well I think. The, the best games Mitrovic has had is where he's, he's performed the role of, of a forward, of a striker, not this target man that everyone seems to think he is but he clearly clearly isn't. He's crap as a target man he can't as well. If, if, if you look at Mitrovic and Perez as a pair, we, we laughed last season and said Mitrovic may as well not go to the match with Mitrovic and Perez play up front, that was last season. Um, when you look at when you look at them now, they play it together they're the Cardiff game, they play it together Perez played the Ipswich game, Perez played the Leeds game and I'm struggling to think on those four full 90 minute games of football anything he did positive, apart from the goals against Ipswich but still yeah. apart from that listen he's a Perez in the box good player but he's, he's never in the box so I'm, I'm struggling to see how why he gets a game about and, and it's pretty ineffectual it's like in his defence he's, he's a striker we signed him as a forward he plays up front and when he plays up front he, he can get you a few goals he can't play number 10 and yet he keeps being given that chance I don't know why he can't come back into his own half and then get to the box with the ball he just can't do that yeah. he's not very good at passing he needs to be given the ball in the box as he say and he can do things I don't know, he's, he's kind of, I always think of him as a Chelsea-esque player, Chelsea seem to buy all these players where you think, uh, an Arsenal as well, kind of good on the ball or nice kind of creative touches but um, but, but you, if you would struggle to sort of see where they fit into a kind of a, a traditional English team's make and uh, Perez is kind of one of those for us where I feel as if he is that, that style of player where he, he buzz about, he'll do things we're kind of looking for a position for him 
because it's not that obvious. Um, and I think what it all boils down to is just that either Perez isn't ready for Newcastle at the minute, we're not ready for him, but either way, it, it ain't working this season. It really If you, if you look at um, players like Goufran, Dummett, Kieran Clark, I'd say, um, Shelby as well, apart from the day, they've all got, and Gail, they've all got better under Rafa, whereas um, Perez has regressed massively and that's worrying for me because you can't get better under this manager and yeah. I think I think Ben said before maybe he's just not cut out for the championship but we're continuing yeah. to play him every week but Ben I want to come to you because not, you're not set out in a while um, the like moving and looking looking ahead to Tuesday do you think that you know like this game was worth losing not that I'm saying it's a straight yeah, choice yeah. but what do you say if we walk out of the KC on Tuesday night 3 oh, up or whatever yeah, do, you, do you think it's like so I'm, I'm, I'm supposed to be very long question here <laughs> are we now trying to win this cup oh, like, do you think oh, the cup has taken uh, priority yeah. over the not the league because obviously the league is most important but with, the, think, with the 9 point cup we had before yeah, today yeah. I think the situation we found ourselves in is allowed with that breathing room to say right we're, we're going to go for the for the club, focus everything on that plate. We've been he, he's rotated players, which we said he's done a lot of times. But I think that is with the the mindset of playing the likes of Gale, probably Diarmail coming for Perez, playing basically what we would consider was our strongest team on Tuesday. And I think it's we were talking on um, the preview pod that it's a brilliant opportunity for the club to to get to a semi final. And who knows, over two legs, what what we're going to do against whoever we get. But I think you've you've got to see because it's a one off, not not our game like you've, you've got to you've got to give you your best chance I think I was just coming out we were saying there if there was one game to lose it was this one because Black, Blackburn are no threat to Newcastle we're, yeah. we're, that, it's not as if they've, they've made up any ground and we're, like, we're not worried about them whereas obviously Forest are probably a team that Maybe push it from there. I mean, again, they're not. Uh-huh. They're not. They're not in our league. But yeah. but for for an away performance. Think number 15th after last night. But again, but, they're but not getting promoted. <laughs> but I mean, but, like, so 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 to move it away from but that. But for a personal one, though, I think we obviously we're going to laugh. We'd, we'd rather see them win win that one. I think then. Yeah, because we're going. But do you think? That is decision not to make any subs until the 84th minute. Well, that was that not was enforced. Really Dummett was enforced. Dummett was enforced, but yeah. Gale wasn't. Well, I would I would have taken a bit of a chop at half time and Perez because yeah. I knew I'm not I'm not fucking Mystic, Mystic Beg, but like I, I just knew you could see the way the game was going. I set aside we're going to get beat from a set piece. We're not going to score with this team in front of us. Um, by, the, by the way, for listeners, he, he makes these rash like. <laughs> on calls on 46 every, minutes, he goes, oh, we'll win this 3 0 here. <laughs> I didn't say that. He, he, he does but, this every week. When we're winning the second half, he, he has to take it all back. And, uh, do, do you reckon, Ben, that he's, he's said to that team there, right? Fuck, like, fuck you, he's our, he's our stopper on the pitch. You win it because these yeah. lads need to be fresh for Tuesday and they shouldn't have to pull you out of this shit or mark simplifying it a bit. I think a lot of it is as well that it's <laughs> there's, there's players fighting for positions. I think he's trying to give everyone an opportunity to, to, to prove their worth. And I, I think it comes down to the fact that. He, he probably believed that that team was good enough to win that game and it was just a case of we'd, we'd find find a way um, and, and he gave them everyone the opportunity to, to go and do it they didn't do it he they was, let him down and I think that'll he was going back to wild all game oh, on the yeah. touchline the, the first the half fourth official second half about, even at the team he was just he was a not he was not a happy man today yeah. at all Nothing with, with was the players seemed to be being played the way he wanted it to be played <laughs> any, no more interviews um, everyone's just pointing at three microphones um, ah, exactly I don't think anyone was doing what he told them to do today I think there was just a, it's an, an odd game where he's put a few players in here's your chance I want you to do this and they've not delivered and he's probably furious 
and he probably will get them all a good bollocking for that hopefully and then come Tuesday the people who either got rested or who, whoever he chooses will come out and, and you know it's, it's a big week isn't it because if we're, it's not inconceivable that we'll lose Tuesday um, well, play like that, yeah. well yeah, yeah I mean so, I think you, you, you might have thought it was inconceivable if we had to went and you know smash Blackburn or something they would have been also sort of saying oh, we'll go and smash Hull as well I think the, the kind of one thing that we can look back on is that it's maybe a bit of a reality check yes you can sort of say about the, the changes that have been made and I, th- and I think it's a combination of things just to kind of answer what you, what you asked Ben as well in as much as that he probably thought that with all the kind of red and raving he was doing on the touchline it would eventually get through to one or two of his players which it didn't he's obviously got Hull in mind so he wanted to ideally probably didn't want to make any changes at all and then he's brought Gale on probably thinking that you know well he's able possibly already got beat and he's got the cushion as well of knowing we're five points clear you know kind of ahead of uh, Redden by whatever it is now nine points might still be six points now six points now but um so it's probably a combination of those things but I I do think that like he's obviously looking to hold for a much better performance but it'll even for I mean for the players who did play today and play on Tuesday to give them a kick up the backside hopefully and just kind of a reality check as much as it can't just coast through games no matter who it's against so hopefully you can come out firing on Tuesday you know no I think it's it's right that, that's the thing it's, it's, I mean it's never good to lose a game but as, as I've just said before it's probably the one to lose it's a good timing if, if it gets the reaction on Tuesday if we come out yeah. fly, flying out the blocks and, and going put a really good performance in and it's away from home obviously as well so we've, we've been better on, on the road this season so hopefully that that be the sort of the kick of the backside we needed. Okay, probably if you're still listening to this, it's probably uh, you probably can't hear it because <laughs> of the background noise. When we started recording, there was no one else around. Where now all the tables are full. I think the more paid we're, uh, we're recording, or yeah, getting all, all tickets. So just a reminder: tickets for the Gallagher Sparks quiz. Please buy them online. I'll post the link. Come along. It's going to be very much like um, the podcast quizzes because I'm going to be <laughs> sorting it out. Um, Is it Rafa that's coming? Can't say. Okay. Um, Thanks very much to Luke for coming along. Yes, thanks. Pleasure thanks to meet you. Uh, um, ho- hopefully, we'll see you in the future. We'll be, we'll be back with you uh, in the car back from Hull, probably about half ten. So we'll try and get out for eleven on Tuesday. Uh, we'll speak to you then. Cheers. Spin your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com records.